Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media. A good story is a good story. Hosted by Marsha Casper Cook. Live shows every week with interesting interviews in the entertainment field with writers, producers, directors, and screenwriters. There's also shows about newsworthy topics and group discussions about writing tips to help writers reach success. New to the show are conversations about personal struggles and how to feel good about yourself in today's world. One thing's for sure, it's always a lively conversation and lots of fun. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha, and we have a great show today. You know, I talk a lot about Jasmina Sidorowski, and guess what? She's on today. So I've mentioned her so many times. She's coming from Australia. So this is a different time than I've done the show, but this works out, even though when I'm talking to Jasmina sometimes at night, it's like 2 o'clock, and then it's not 2 o'clock for her. So we've got the right time now, so we've got together and we have a we're going to we have a variety of guests but i'm going to let jasmina come on and we'll talk first a little bit about how this all happened and how we met and it's going to be a wonderful show build your success and jasmina you know how to do that so do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you came to be i met before we go do that jasmina and i met from jack remick and we've been friends ever since and if we lived together, we in the same city, we'd be shopping together and talking together and probably working together. So tell everybody about yourself. Hi, Marsha. Thank you very much for having the show for uh, for us oh, today. You're it's very exciting. <laughs> and yes, we, you and I go back quite a long way. And as you mentioned, <laughs> thank you to our wonderful friend, Jack Remick, who actually celebrated yes. his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Jack, if you're listening. Happy birthday. <laughs> so birthday we're very Jack. <laughs> he's a great guy. Um, you know, so he's so- a great guy, and he's introduced me to you, and I've introduced you to a couple of the other people that he's introduced me to. So it's like a little family here, how we met. Oh, right. Tell everybody, I mean, you really definitely. started a great project. You know, you started a magazine. I mean, you're very successful. Uh, you're kind, you're generous, and to all of us, I'm sure everybody on the show today, when we have them on, we all know this, because you're, you're very generous to all of us. So tell us, you know, how did you start everything? I think you give me way too much credit, Marsha. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no it's way. It's always been a touch of mind, too. It's always been a passion of mine to do something greater than myself, and I think it's, it's definitely started from when I was a young girl, and I was always itchy to do something different than the norm. Um, it wasn't about um, doing something that uh, it was always about being fulfilled and making myself um, happy. And while and it's always so nice to see other people happy. And I think that's where it started from. And I was just too young at the time, not understanding how I could do this. Obviously, back then we didn't have the internet. We didn't have um, the world wasn't as close as it was today. And it was and being in Australia yeah. uh, so far away yeah. from everybody, it certainly made it difficult. So I guess um, I went through uh, quite a lot of challenges throughout my life being a migrant um, in a different country. Obviously, I, uh, in my background, I originate and I was born in um, the Republic of Macedonia, which I'm very proud of, my heritage. 
and um, it definitely um, has a long way in my heart and uh, without going into it too much, it will always be part of me and my future. Although I live in Australia, which I'm very proud of too, it's such a beautiful country that provides so much opportunity for everyone. So getting back to um, EY's magazine, uh, it was definitely a challenge and it was something that I just, I think I just woke up one morning and I thought, how about I put together a humanitarian magazine that incorporates our unsung heroes from around the world and start introducing people that deserve recognition and mention um, and expose them and give them the publicity they deserve worldwide. And it's been fortunate that in that I have been able to put together a phenomenal team that we are a family now and who oh, have yeah. been so... Um, They've been loyal and it's just been so exciting and I've learned so much from them who have kept me grounded and who have brought so much into my life. Um, and obviously that part of the team is um, you too, Martha. You're, you're, a, you're a significant part of this and you've been a phenomenal mentor and I think it's um, very important that I mention that to our um, listeners that you have been one of my biggest inspirations throughout my journey. Oh, thank you. And today we also have... It's good, um, that, I, it's got, good that I inspire um, somebody because some days I'm not sure if I inspire anybody. <laughs> we try. I think you inspire a lot more than you realize. You're such a humble and modest <laughs> person and it's just so refreshing to see that. But yes, you do. You have definitely inspired me. So today we're all here about... Um, going back to doing something for a greater good. This is why I founded uh, the series Build Your Success. And so that it, it, it was something that I felt that needed to, ha to, to, to be founded so that people from around the world can get real-life tips from everyday people. And it's not just about CEOs or having a position, authority or a title. It's about real wealth and life experiences. It's about guiding and empowering towards a common goal, leading by example, um, and um, the way that we have earned trust through our work, which is what Georgia's success is about. And um, I'm very, very fortunate to be surrounded by a global community of people that I truly admire and have learnt um, and take an ingredient and put together a recipe of my own success from each and every one. And they don't even know how this, that this has been part of my um, journey, which has made me um, at peace with the things that I do. And it's just so refreshing that um, together we can lead inspire. And I guess it's all about leading by example. So having said that, we've got some phenomenal people on board yes. today. And... Um, they are Manor and Keith from Disc Global, which um, we'll talk about that in more detail soon. And uh, our beautiful Claire Erasmus, who is also one of the um, family members of the EYS global community. Um, she's an EYS magazine um, contributor, but she's more than that. She has been also a phenomenal mentor in my life and a great support. I think, I think, uh, one of my I think there's somebody on here that I'm not, I'm not sure. I just wanted to see what the numbers. Is Noelle here? Too? Yes, no. no. Okay, so. No, Wheeler. No, uh, Are you on, no? No, yeah, I'm he, here. Can you hear me? No. Oh, he is there. Okay. Are you here? Oh, oh, I am okay. here. I How are you? Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. So we have a whole gang here. So that's good. Yeah, I'm so, great. So morning. Great to see you all. <laughs> all right. Thank I think, you know, it's so great. Okay. So, uh, 
Jasmine, whoever, I think Claire is, is going to be with us just a short time, right, Claire? So maybe we will have you talk a little first, right? Are you, you're leaving early, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. Claire? Hi, Claire. Hi. Hi. Kia ora. Kia ora from New Zealand. How are you all? Good. How are you? So good to hear from you. Really? You want to tell us a little bit about really yourself? Great. You, everybody here has such great the resumes of everybody. Everybody, it's so impressive. And it, the, the thing that Jasmina has done has brought all of us together from different parts of the world, and we all are different, which is really an incredible feat to do. You know, uh, everybody has their own different story, and building build your success is for all of us has done it in a different way. You know, I'm sure most of us just we did things we never really thought it was going to be success. You know, you, we didn't look for success; it just happened. So, Claire, tell us how you started. You know, with Jasmina and how you got into this project. Oh well, that's it's just actually it's a beautiful story. Um, uh, I'm an author and a teacher and an educator, a researcher here in, in Christchurch in New Zealand, and we had a uh, an author event essentially and Jasmina and John came over from Australia and I think our stations were just across one another and it was just that instant connection with Jasmina and honestly you know just listening to what you've said uh, this afternoon well our afternoon here in New Zealand what she has done is she's really built, she's networked and she's connected so many people globally and that is all through, you know, her presence and her initiative. And for me, and Jasmine, I'm sorry, I know that you will be just thinking, oh, please don't keep talking about me, but I do really feel like I, I want to actually, I do want to provide you with this, with this, this personal anecdote because you, you have been a mentor to so many of us and you've been inspirational. And I think I, I keep telling you that in my messages. Um, you certainly have been a guiding light for me, uh, providing opportunities and, you know, you've always said to me, Kate, just step outside your comfort zone, have a try, and would you like to try this? And I think you've got this compelling presence that just makes me feel that I'm in a safe, secure place where I can actually step out of my comfort zone and to step into that zone of proximal development where I can actually go and explore these different avenues. And so... I'd just like to acknowledge you for that, Jasmina, and just to say thank you for, you know, connecting all of us together, for providing us with opportunities and experiences where we can grow and and learn more about ourselves and others. You know, what you've done is you've actually oh, you've connected you, people Claire. globally. So, uh, yeah, for, oh. for that I'll always be extremely grateful for. And, um, you know, in my chapter, I think I start off by saying, you know, um, when I started out thinking about writing about success, I thought, oh, this is going to be pretty easy. But when you actually sit down and you start talking about yes. it, um, <laughs> right. yeah. you really start coming to grips with it and sort of unwrapping it and understanding the, the, the layers that there, there are, you know, that there is in, in understanding what is success. So it's been a wonderful experience for me because I don't think I've always really thought of myself as successful. I have, I've been fortunate to have had the right people at the right time, the right mentors, the right guiding lights and the right inspiration 
to step into that zone where I can, you know, make myself vulnerable and learn and grow. I'm not afraid of learning. I'm not afraid of growing. So, you know, it's about those opportunities that come your way. And, it is an uh, interesting thing, though. It is an interesting thing to uh, sit down and write something and think about how you got where you got when you didn't even realize it. And I, even myself, I have some of my friends that have read it, they didn't even know things about me that I put in there that I hadn't thought about mm-hmm. for years. Yes, so exactly. I think that that's what happens yeah. when you sit down and you go like, oh, success, what do you mean? You know, and I, and my experience, what happened with me is that I had uh, teachers that said I was never going to be anything. So, I mean, and a lot of people that know mm-hmm. me didn't know about that about me, but I thought I would write that because of the people, which is why I do the show, because as you're saying, when you sit down and say, oh, what is success? But a lot of us have probably had issues in the past trying to get where we got. We didn't know that yet. You're young, you know, and that's one of the reasons I do the show, because people out there have to keep going. You have to just don't give up on yourself. And a lot of times people do. And if I I can take something here, I think it's very... It is. And I, th- I think it's just important to mention back to you, Claire, what you just said about comfort zones. And I think one yes. of the biggest inspirations of this book is stepping out of your comfort zones. And it's just so easy to hear others talk. But when you're actually um, asked personally, what does success and leadership mean to you? Uh, you, you? It's not that you don't know what it means to you. It's about stepping out of your comfort zone. And um, as you said, uh, uh, Claire, t- peeling each layer and finding how that relates mm. to you in your life journey and how how that success brings um, ultimate um, changes in our world. And Marsha, reading your story in um, The Build Your Success, uh, the first book, as you mentioned, you mentioned things in there that you've probably never mentioned to other people any, uh, uh, because of your comfort zone, and it's very understandable. And I think it's very, very brave to um, expose yourself so vulnerably in that manner because it gives people an opportunity to relate um, and to uh, and you, you inspire because then they relate to your journey and think, well, I can do that too, or I feel like that, or I've been there, or I can I can go there. So yes, I have to agree with both of you ladies in um, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, you know, Jasmine. Uh, I think vulnerability is, is it's key, isn't it? Because yes. when you are vulnerable, you you know that you, when you step into that zone of vulnerability. You know that is—it's not a weakness, really. It's—it's it's, you know, as Brené Brown says, it's—it's it's our greatest measure of courage, because you are—you opening up and you're sharing your personal anecdotes, and you—you also sharing anecdotes of other people who've given you permission to share, you know, who have been intrinsically um, connected to your stories and that that you share. But it's also about you know um, somebody having belief in you. You know, I think you know. Marsha, you you intimated, you know, like at school, you didn't, you know, you, yeah. some teachers may not have believed, you know, about yeah. your journey. And and gosh, I really salute you for being able to step into this area where you can actually just show up yeah. and say, well, this is who I am and this is what I can do. But Jasmina, you know, I think you have been um, quite key to that in my in my journey because you know we met must have been about oh gosh, how many years ago? Um, Maybe I want to say 10 years ago. Yeah, I think. And I just feel, you know, and I think you you believed in me. And, um, you know, it's it's about that connection and, you know, the relationships that you develop with people. Um, And I think that's also key to success. I think, you know, when you have those moments where you can step into relationships and nurture and nourish them 
and believe and grow in other people. You certainly enable um, yourself as well as others to sort of de um, develop that infinite success, you know, that sort of success that sort of it, it perpetuates through the relationship, but then it also self-perpetuates and it impacts the people that you're involved with, but, you know, it has that chain on, that um, follow-on effect that impacts other people moving forward. So it's not it's, it's well, not, a, one, exactly it's not, it's not it, a train station that just stops. It just it keeps going and it, it spreads and <laughs> it's infectious, beautifully infectious, isn't it? Okay. So this is, so so, I mean, thank yes, you, Mina. I know I, I I can tell that Jasmina is just she's sitting there going, let's not talk about me. <laughs> let's talk about right yeah. here. It's true. Absolutely. It's true. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to add to that. Sorry, Marsh. I just wanted to add to Claire and just say, look. Everything she said is a two-way street. It's not just about what I bring. It's also that what she, it's very important to mention that it's the connection. When you connect with someone, it's a two-way street. You're opening up the communication. Um, yes. You're opening mm -hmm. up communication effectively, and you're basically you're earning your trust. And it's all about. Uh, possessing strong ethics it's all about integrity and it's about the well-being and the mentality of each other so it's a support system so uh, Claire mm. thank you very much for what you said but you have brought so much more into my life where I have learned so much more than you um, could even understand and I think that's what you what you mentioned as a knock-on effect a chain effect it's a domino effect for everybody so thank you for saying mm. that yeah yeah Oh, look, and I, I mean, you know, and this is this is essentially what I've written about in my book. I've just, you know, uh, in, in my chapter of the book, I've, you know, I've spoken a lot about this. You know, Simon Sinek, you know, he defines, you know, what is the difference between, far, you know, far, infinite and finite um, success. And the one is where it just expires, you know, like when you're gone, you're gone. But, you know, that infinite success is that one that continues to to move people along and continues to have that impact on them. You know, it's only when you step back and you actually look at the scenarios, as, as you said, Marsha, you know, um, you know, I talk about, in my chapter, I talk about a really close friend of mine who, um, you know, in, in her day, you know, before she went and studied, nobody believed in her and, and she didn't see herself going anywhere. And, you know, she was able to, through our relationship and our, friend, our friendship and our nourishment, you know, she was able to make decisions to go on and study and, and she's done amazing things. And for me, that is success, watching her carry through. But now she'll turn around and do exactly what I've just said about Jasmina, about me. And I get terribly embarrassed. This is the thing when you're doing a project like this. You know, everybody does have a different story and everybody, you know, feels differently about how they got where they got. And probably everybody on this has yet to do more than they'd already done, you know, because that's what yeah. happens yeah. as you continue on. Uh, and Jasmina, so, yes, Jasmina, who would you like to, I should, who would like to speak now? Keith, are you on? Uh, so thank you, Claire, for, um, uh, for sharing yes, your Claire, stories. In if the... you have to, can you stay longer? Or yeah, you I, leave, I do. Just... Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna silently move out in about five minutes. So I'd love to just okay, stand on listen for five minutes, but I do have another meeting that I need to attend. Okay, to, thank so, you so uh, much. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. We appreciate thank you, Claire. You. Thank you. Bye.
Um, thank you, uh, Marcia. Yes, we've also got Manor and Keith from Gift Global on, um, and I think okay. it's very important that we discuss their journey. Um, so I don't know, do, uh, maybe we go with Manor and Keith and um, introduce why this book has been um, introduced and the charity that we're supporting. Okay. Sure. So uh, my name is uh, yeah. The, uh, my name is Keith Kirkwood, a, a chairman of a Gift Global Initiative, and I'm assuming Mana is on as well. Uh, we both yes. uh, started Gift, which is a social impact entertainment company, uh, which brings like entertainers and governments together for social causes. And we, you know, we we started this over seven years ago now, and uh, we've you know this has been a journey that we've actually got a chance to experience together from day one. You know, um, and we've we've been able to have all the growing pains of many people. You know, most people that have created these sort of companies on uh, the direction, how to start it. You know, the scaling it, the, the travel, COVID, everything. But it's been great that we've been able to do this together uh, from just being as business partners, but also life partners, and to be able to kind of have that trust that we are always both looking out uh, what's best for each other as well as you know for the uh, the company. You know. Um, and I think it's anytime you do business or you start a business, it's uh, it's really important to have a good support system because there's going to be a lot of doubt when you're building something. And yeah. what better to have your, your partner, you know, going through the same thing, right? And give you that belief right. system to keep going forward. Like said the last I guess I mentioned that you just never want to give up on anything, right? Because it's really easy to when things get a little rough or frustrating or, or not, uh, things at a dead end or you know or COVID, right? To say, oh well, it wasn't meant to be, right? That's a sign, you know. There's always a sign to quit. But you always hope there's more signs to keep going, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and if you look to the left or right, and there's that person telling you to keep going, it's a little, it's a little yeah. easier, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, so it's, yeah, it's been. I mean, we can kind of get into how we started, and if, if Mana, if you want to, you know, kind of yeah. take them from yeah. from kind of where it started and how it started and where it is, you know, kind of today. Yeah, of course. Uh, hey, Marsha. Hi, Jasmine. Hi. Nice to be so here, guys. Hi, Mana. How are you? Lovely to hear you. <laughs> yeah, I so am great. Doing good, and it was. So lovely to hear everyone uh, chat about leadership and success. Um, it's funny to me, you know, the the book, uh, Jasmine. Everyone wrote the book, and it, what's interesting was uh, for me is that how everyone, even though everyone's telling a different story, kind of came over the same message at the end, yeah. which yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um, and of course, for people who are listening, we were not working together together. Like Marsha, you and I were not writing the book together. We were contributing to it, giving our yes, kind of right. two cents to the book. And it's so yes. amazing <laughs> that um, people who go through this yes. process call, whether it's building a, a business together or whatever it is that you're working with, ultimately you're all going to have the same lessons in life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but with me and Keith, it was it's quite interesting. So I was on Facebook about seven years ago, and um, I saw this young child, two years old, with brain cancer. And Keith had posted this baby um, from Mexico. Uh, she lives in a small slum by the border, U.S.-Mexico border, and had brain cancer, uh, no mom, no dad, uh, was being raised by her grandmother and two siblings. 
and I was I you know I I was I've been doing nonprofit work for about 15 years. I was with Red Cross and all kinds of organizations before Gift. So I see, I'm always attracted to things like these. You know, for some, for some reason, there's a bomb blast or there's an explosion, Mana's got to go there. You know, I find myself in these yeah, situations. Yeah, right, so right. Let me just put it like that. So yeah. uh, I see this child, and I reached out to Keith, and we were just Facebook friends at this point, and I said, hey, I have some connections with the American Cancer Society, and I, can, I think I can help the child. And he said, why don't you just come and meet the family so you know what this is about, and then um, we can take it from there. And that was our first date. We actually met in the slums in Mexico. That was the first time we ever hung out together and have never uh, gone back. You know, we've, it's just grow, it, we are in 17 countries now, uh, give global initiatives. Um, it is a... 501c3, it's a non-profit. Um, we like to call it a company because we, um, you know, it's all about educating people to mindfully donate in the right places for the right causes, um, th- you know, instead of doing emotional donations, which is a big deal for, um, I guess it's a big, you know, if there's an explosion somewhere, if there's an earthquake somewhere, people donate, but there's no nothing that comes after it, right? You don't ask questions about where the money went, how many people were helped. We want to do a little bit more. We want to do it differently. We want to educate and create awareness about how you should donate and where you should donate and what, what are the right kind of questions to ask. So right. um, we are, we have been doing this for the last seven years now. And as I said, you know, GIFT is in 17 countries. We work mostly with children, uh, but the goal is to get the family unit in a strong place where these families then don't have to depend on GGI or a government or any outside entity to take yeah. care of their kids. Well, uh, <laughs> actually, with medical expenses, with medical expenses, so uh, you know, I think people tend to forget that how much it really does cost when people are sick. You know, it's so oh my expensive, God. Yeah. and then if you don't have the right amount of money, then you can't get help, which is really very sad. I, I worked and then, you know, and in medicine for many yeah, years too, and I think this is really important than, what you do. Yeah. And with, and with families who, you know, who are suffering already, they don't have money to eat, you know, medical right. expenses is a big deal. And especially in these cases, the mom, normally it's a single mother raising these kids, you know, and yeah. they will always yeah. have to go uh, seek employment. And if they don't get a job, then they have to uh, go find other ways of bringing uh, back money to their family. So... I think medical aid, education, these kind of things are we take it for granted in our in the countries that where we live, but they are a big yes. deal for yeah. these children and families. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's wonderful. It's a Something wonderful thing that you do. It's a it's wonderful because Sorry, what you're saying is because sometimes when you're on Facebook you don't real I mean a lot of times people really don't know who they're donating to and you know yeah. and that's that's why some people don't donate because they're afraid because it might not be going to the right source. You're absolutely right and. and we, uh, which is why Keith and I do a lot of speaking where, you know, it's not just the work that we are doing, but it's also, right. you know, of course, how do you do it when because it's, it's a tough uh, uh, industry to be in, but at the same yeah. time also educating corporate partners. And, you know, it's not yes. so much just aligning yourself with something that is trending, but rather think about the real impact you're going to make, yeah. uh, you know, and that's what we do uh, day in and day out, yeah. 
I think that's a and wonderful thing because it, it's devastating for people out there, you know, no way to have, you know, medical care. I mean, you know, I, I, I think you're right, taking it for granted because it, you can't take that for granted, especially a single mom doesn't have any, you know, if she has to work, what will she do with her child, let alone if they're sick? That's just very yeah. hard. And, and you know, Marsha, we, um, I, Keith would actually, I'm, I'm sure he'll talk about this, but we uh, created this wonderful program called Sports for Solar, which is also another way of looking at how, how much we take things for granted in, in the country yeah, where we live. Yeah. Because these kids who are, uh, let's say, in South Africa and Islam or Mexico and Islam or India, right. they don't have light. And a lot of times these families would use candle or they would use kerosene or things which would then uh, get the shacks on fire every few days and the kids get stuck in those fires. Um, Solar lights, which are portable, uh, we thought it's a small, you know, really simple idea. It's a small product. It's 10 bucks. And uh, we have a goal of a million solar lights uh, this year that we want to give out to these families who don't have a light. So you could pay for a child's education, but if the kid doesn't have light, how do you expect the child to study? Right, right. right. So looking at really listening to people, which is also comes back to our book, is, you know, how do you, what is leadership, right? It's really listening to what's needed out there. Yeah. And, and creating out of, uh, I guess, creating solutions which, um, which are easy, simple, but can go a long way in changing and yeah. impacting someone's life. And how can people, you know, uh, that are listening, how can they, um, besides, you know, donating with the book and whatever, but how can they really do donate if they want to? And what can they do if, in case somebody's out there wanting to do something? Yeah, I mean, Jasmine, I would tell you, Keith and I both are very active on social media. So first of all, it's okay. super easy to find us on Instagram, okay. uh, also on LinkedIn. But I would suggest that people first follow us on social media just to see the kind okay. of work that we are doing. That's a great way to start. And okay. we, have, um, we have four programs. So once they you know, follow us on Instagram and, and reach out on social media, okay. Keith and I will both get back to them. Okay. Sure. Keith, okay. you can always, right. of course, add. I don't want to okay. you know, And I, I will post. I will <laughs> I will post and repost. I'll I'll go on also and yeah. to your sites and post. You know, I I think what yeah, people don't understand is I think people don't realize how important posting and reposting is because what has happened over the last several years is people just like things but they don't repost it. So really, yeah. they need to repost. That matters. And. I had um, I had a situation a, a few years ago. You know, we went to um, it was um, work we were doing in Syria, and I had posted some kids from Syria on my LinkedIn profile to show people that this is where we are working. And LinkedIn actually blocked and and deleted my account for posting oh. kids on LinkedIn. And I know, so we kind of have to fight that too. Where like you're saying, if you don't share and reshare these kind of posts, they yeah. kind of get yeah. you know people don't see them. Right. And and that right. is true, and because that's what's happened now. Keith, did you, were you going to say something? I think Keith, did you have something? Just thinking, yeah, it really helps with the momentum because sometimes your audience is going to be different than our original audience, right? Exactly. So when you're able exactly. to see it, right. it's it's yeah. great that you can say, oh, look, you liked it, you know, fantastic. But it doesn't your like doesn't translate Do to showing it to Nothing your audience, happens. you know? No. Right. And, and exactly, happens. and that's really what, what what's getting that culture of sharing, and that's how these things grow, right? Because we, of course, we have the aspect yeah. of the 
individual donors from around the world that say, oh, I like this program, I'd like to be able to help, or I'd like to see if my company can help, right? It's, what we're trying to show is it's a lot more than, you know, just somebody saying, well, how am I going to help? Well, you can do it many ways. You, you know, every, a little bit goes a long way when a lot of people are coming together, or you figure yeah. out how you can bring people together and say, okay, look, I work for, a, you know, a major company. Most companies have a social impact program or some sort of corporate sustainability yeah. program, right? Let yeah. me see how I can access that and say, hey, listen, it's great PR if you could show our, you know, your employees coming together to help this program, yeah. right? And we could do that program yeah. in your name, you know? It's just thinking yeah. about mm -hmm. it like you would think about a regular entrepreneur business. This just happens to be the business of helping others in the social impact cause, yeah. right? But Which it's the same important. fundamentals as if you Exactly, and that's a part of the thing when we when we speak is is to is to is to to bring that to the forefront. Of, this is what it is. It, it, it it's just like if you make if you're a great chef and you say I want to make these brownies. Well, okay, you could sell them to your children's classmates at school, right? But when you want them to yeah. go into the grocery store, you have to be more than just a good cook, right? A good baker. You become right, a businesswoman right, right. now, right? Or a businessman yes, now, right? Yeah, How are you going to yeah, sell these yeah. things? How are you going to get the price points right, the packaging? It's the same thing people think if you're running an uh, NGO that you're just, you know, taking things and giving things away. But it's a real business, just like a regular for-profit business. The only difference is we're in the business of, you know, of social causes, social impact. So we have to tap yeah. into the regular traditional business and to show them the higher ROI they get from their branding, PR, marketing, as well as, the, you know, their basic tax write-off to be able to do this type of work but also work with us to create programs and, like, media campaigns to show that your, your, uh, your company cares for this. Then your customers will say, oh, I like being a part of this. I like buying this product yeah. because they know that proceeds of this product go to climate action, right, or, or women empowerment yeah. or whatever it may be, you know. And we try to break that a little bit more prominent than the typical, you know, larger organizations who, you know, they, they just pretty much take the money and do their initiative, right? They don't give much back to the donor, right? It's yeah. just saying thank yeah. you. You know, and they, yeah, they, they yeah. put the money in their pot and do the work. We got to kind of work closer with the brands and the companies, individuals to, you know, create a little bit more value for them, you know. Um, because so this, we, world, we this world has changed, say, and that is how people can change because there is a connection that none of us had before all of these programs. Facebook isn't just to put, you know, I mean, it, it's lost a lot of what it had before because now people really don't see other people's important posts. And I, but I have it's heard one thing that. in case yeah. anybody is to, I, I've heard lately to put a comment, even if it's just good job or something else, because then that, is, that gets moved around a little more. But if you don't do anything, then you'll never, you don't even see the post. And, you know, so right. I think if you comment on something, that will make you see. So if people are listening out there. It's when you make a comment and not just a like, it will, transpire into other places so that's what i think people really need to do and especially when you're trying to build a community of you know and jasmina you know for everything because all the people that are in these projects that, that you do jasmina they're all involved in different activities yeah <clears throat> yeah you know it's um, i think it's very sorry i think it's very Sorry, Nana, I'm, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to say one of the biggest uh, reasons, or I should say one of the biggest attractions that drew me to Keith and to Nana, it actually generates years back, and it was the power of people. It was all about watching them rise, and it was a can-do yeah. attitude. So it's not yeah. just about, as Nana said, it's not about 
being aligned with something that's trending. It's about the power of people. It's about right. doing something right. about it, stepping out of um, your comfort zone and thinking outside the square. And this is definitely um, what Nana and Keith do every single day. They're very selfless. And it's not even just about what they're doing or changing the lives of thousands. They're leading by example. And they're teaching yeah. the rest of us that it's, we can do anything we want and we can support others um, in such a great way uh, where you know the mentality where it's too big. I can't help. How is my how how is my contribution going to make a change? And this is the mentality that we need to change. And I certainly think um Keith and Nana are doing this in such a phenomenal way because they are thinking outside the square and they're going to uh, all these places globally where they are making connections, networking, and making things happen. And uh, as you said, Nana, where you're going to Lebanon or you're going to affect areas where people need your help every everyday people wouldn't think of that because we always have that mentality this is too big for us yeah. this is something yeah. that we can't um, contribute towards so basically it is the power of people and we all learn from each other so it's fantastic what you are doing and um, thank you very much for all the uh, for the changes that you have brought to our world the impact that you do and um, it's certainly inspiration and we and we have another guest on, right? We have one more, per, right? We have one more person, in, and then we can all chat. Is that Noel, right? Yes, we have Noel. We have our subject matter. Yes, we don't want to forget him, Noel. Oh, thank you so much, so much for coming in on the show. Yeah, we don't want to forget you and just let you just call and listen to me talk. <laughs> Do I uh, want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Tell so my my name is Noel. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay, so you'll have to... I'm, I'm not going to excuse my Irish accent. I love being Irish, no, but sometimes it's not. very hard for people <laughs> to understand it. So I'm going to speak right. slow. That's all <laughs> so right. We got first you. of all, thank okay. you. Thank you for having me on here. And thank oh, you to welcome. Jasmine and all the other speakers yeah. in the group because they're such an inspiration, and you're such an inspiration um, to take to the world. When you said people said, you you know, you won't be able to do this, you won't be able to do that, oh, my God, that's the fuel that you need to actually drive people. I, I came and I wrote the uh, part of the book, as Jasmina asked me to do, and I came at it from a very realist perspective of the sacrifice that's going to be needed when nobody else sees your vision, no one else sees your dream, no one else sees you want to do something big in your life. And that's when you really need to have the mechanism, the coping mechanism, to, even when you're on 3 o'clock in the morning in the world, and you, you, you have this vision, and this vision is to do something bigger than yourself. It's how you use that to drive yourself to keep going forward and not give up because we're all here to do something big in our lives. And through mostly through mistakes, you'll find that success. It's how to actually sit down and make a plan for it. So I met Jasmina because I've worked in the field of anti, which is prevention of terror, and with what we call counterterrorism, which is responding to terror. And through 30 years of my life working around the world, dealing with extremism and 
the other parts of the horrific parts of human nature. As I said, as humans, we're very capable of great beauty and great destruction. So in that way of going around the world and teaching people how to protect themselves or communities and working at that level, you get to see, as I, as I call it, and, and it is what it is, you, 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 as you're passing through hell to see things, you, you'll see a yeah. devil and you've got to yeah. shake your head and you've got to run and you've got to keep moving forward and, you know, yeah. move forward. And from those experiences, leaving home at 15 uh, and, and, and going on this journey and, you know, 30 years later, those experiences have shaped me. But what it did do, it shaped me because I found it and discovered that through my journey, through these places and these countries and these horrific times in our world history, you know, um, when you're exposed to them very young, the big question is why and then how. But it's why first, then how we deal with it. And I found that through, you know, people and the way they get turned to extremism and to different value systems, and most important, uh, as our colleagues just spoke earlier on, not having a proper role model in your life, who's going to guide you through these moments, these momentous occasions? And this is how I came out writing about success and leadership. And as I said in, in a part I wrote, you know, unless you really are going to step up and have the discipline, and when those emotions come to attack you, how are you going to stay on those disciplined mindsets to actually continue on with your vision when most people will turn back? And I wrote it at the perspective of sitting in a little village with no, no light, no food, and you sit down and you go, okay, I'm going to change my life, and I'm going to help change my village life, my community life. And guess what? If you can do that, you can change your family life. You can change the city life. And guess what? We can change the country. We can help change the world. And I really believe we can do this. We can do this around the world to make our world better. And we must always be listening to those younger people that really have those ideas that we didn't have the technology when we were younger. So they become the teachers. So everything yes. that I bring to do it was from the experience of seeing Absolutely, colleagues, you just spoke, the, the horrific part of the human nature and actually transforming into the deliverance of ourselves and doing something powerful. And I believe we are at our most powerful as humans when we're helping other people. So coming from counterterrorism and the act of violence to actually coming to the humanitarian journey, I tried to figure it out and I had to turn to Jasmina to help me figure it out because... I met Jasmine at a crucial part of my life five years ago. I've just come out of the country of Malaysia helping rescuing young girls and boys from sexual slavery. I went into mm. the jungle for three days. I came out six months later. I was in a terrible state physically, and I, 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 I was angry because I was very angry because I hadn't seen my own family for six months. Six months in the jungle, and your body starts to break down that much because you're so away yeah. from community. Mm. And when you see what's in there... And five million people have been trafficked already in the last five to six years. Mm. When you see this, you can sit back and you can be an observer. But if you have the skills and the discipline and you have the way to do something, and I enter the jungle, I said, I don't know if I'm coming out. And people say, no, why are you going to risk your life for the people? I say, because that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to help people. Yes, it's a risk. I got angry. I needed help. Someone in the world to help me bring attention to this. All the people with all the money and all the big NGOs and companies, nobody cares. And yet these young children are kidnapped and sometimes, and this is going to sound horrific, they cut their arms off and amputate them in the middle of the jungle to sell them into well, slavery and for begging. 
what do you think people could do that are that are listening to the show? And what, what do you think people could do? I mean, you know, because people say they want to do things, and we do have the kind of world where I think some of the things that people think they're giving money to or, or helping really isn't what it's about. What you're saying right now, I can't even imagine what you have seen. And this is and this is a this is not a movie. You know, that's the thing for people it's out very there. Real. When, when you're talking, this is real life. People are dying, and as yep. you're saying, you know, they, they their bodies are being destroyed, and they're young, and they have no chance. What could people do, in your opinion, I'll to help? I'll tell you exactly what they can do. It's intention. What I want them to do is to be able to hold their national sta- sta- statutory organizations, police, Interpol, all these legal organizations, the UN, all these different people around the world that hold these positions that actually, instead of saying things to tick a box, and don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people that do amazing things, but to hold yeah. them accountable, to actually do what they're supposed to do and function with yeah. that mission. Like when we're teaching people about a vision. So I take my military skills and special operations, and I'm giving it to people to change their lives. What's your vision? What's your mission? Let's break it down into three objectives. Let's put some techniques in what we can do. The tactics is the timings in which you use those techniques, and then the wonderful word strategy, which means the organization of resources to achieve that mission. So if we bring an international reinterpretation of what it means to actually help human trafficking, restructuring our understanding of why people turn to violent crime. And here's the shocking part. When I was on the journey, I found these men who had trafficked a lot of young girls. And I was so angry when they were taken into a police station in chains. And I'll tell you, every part of me as a man was tested, as a father as well, as a tested man to hold my anger and not take retribution. I have to say, because I'm a very honest man and I was very angry, but then I noticed something incredible. It was about lights. One of them in the police station looked at the light bulb and he'd never seen a light before. And these are men from the subcontinent. And I went, oh my God. And I realized that these young men were victims of trafficking themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they'd never seen a light bulb in a city before. Now they're in a city. And now they're captured. Now they're going to go to jail. And then I realized this has been going on for a very, very, very long time. So it's not just a one generation. We have to break a multi-generational concept and societal hold on what it means to take other people from their freedom and sell them into sexual slavery and all other mm. forms of slavery. It's absolutely shocking. And I got frustrated and angry and so down. And I needed someone. And I reached out and I spoke to Jasmine and she helped me put the, the you know, I have the how to do it, but I needed to know why it happens and how we can take that to the people globally. Yeah. Because when you go mm. to a country and you're sitting and I'm giving a talk and protecting your society, and an elderly lady in her 70s comes up and grabs my arm and goes, hello, 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 I need you to help me. My daughter's been kidnapped. She went to university yesterday and she hasn't come home. Mm. I've phoned up the police. Nobody's answering. Nobody's helping me. And I'm like, okay, mm. I'm, I'm here for three days in this city. I'm, I travel the world and I do my work and and I looked at this lady and the fear and the panic in her eyes. And then it came to me. He says, if not me, who's going to do it? And I knew it. It caused a great big strain on my own relationship with my own family because of the duration of having to go. But they have to go. And we deliver yeah. and we help. And yeah. then I have to leave. Mm-hmm. But I do know we all, you know, there's a wonderful saying. It says it takes more than a, a, a parent. It takes a village to raise a community and a family and a child. Yeah. 
If it's mm-hmm. never so true as it is right now, it's never. And so I do true think people don't right actually; don't, they don't really stop to think about all the things that really are that can go wrong in a world. And you know, world peace. Like I know that's what Jasmina. That's just her goal is to have like a world peace and and people together to believe in each other. So I think that that's what Jasmina, your message is, and so that's why bringing oh. everybody together. And when we're all talking. You know, even like, because even though I know everything you do, Jasmina, but hearing from the people that have written really makes a difference because you're hearing the yeah, voices I'm, of what, you know, at the end of the day, Marsha, the- we can't do, at the end of the day, Marsha, nobody out there is going to do anything themselves. You need to be supported by the right do community together, and the right, right people. Right, so yeah, right. You have to do it right. together. And this is what the beauty of um, all of this is. Uh, and it, it, it's about impact, impacting the global message of love and peace. Yes. And it's got to start somewhere. We can't leave it to chance yeah. and we can't leave it to, There's so much, uh, there's so many illusions around the world about how things should be and the way they should operate. And we're driven, we're influenced by bigger factors like media. And it's just so important to, to bring it all back down to earth and be grounded by what's real and the reality and that we can make a difference as Noel does every single day of his life, as Claire does, as, as Manor and Kitty, as you do, Martha, as we all do. And if we unite as one, I think some powerful message there is that we need to enforce yeah. trust and, and, and strategy that we can help each other and we can definitely um, align with our visions and get to... Um, now, Jasmina, you, you have another book coming. You have another one in the works, right? You're going to have a series. So yes, this is definitely a three-part series. So the next one will be published anytime soon, um, and it's uh, definitely along the same lines of what it is now, but it's a little bit more intense and in-depth. It's all cognitive yeah. thinking and stepping out of your comfort zone. So that's just something we can all look forward to, and a complete different um, line of contributing authors, which is very exciting. So you can. Follow uh, the journey of um, these books. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn or any of our panel that are here today um, on their social media. And what I will do is I'll actually put up a post with everybody's um, uh, everybody's uh, social media links so that people can um, find them, talk to them, get yeah. to know them. I think it's very important that people see in person what is done and how how we all operate and um, and they can bring something to uh, the table as well themselves. So it's, you never know who you meet and how we can um, collaborate as a collective community. So the books are available on Amazon. They're available in print. They're available um, on Kindle. And um, I will definitely put the link up for that. Uh, are you That's thinking amazing. of doing an audio book? You know, I did think about that, about that. I think that's very important that we do that. So I will probably. I, I have a person, you know, the you know, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show, I played something, and that was Robin Shook, and Shook Snook and Shook. I'm sorry, that, and she um, did my audio, all my audio books, and. When you go on ACX, I don't know because we don't talk a lot. We don't talk on the phone, so I just think I'll get this in. That ACX is from Audible, which is from Amazon. And uh, if mm-hmm. you put the book on, and and you someone that will do it, and they will 
do it for, they don't, it, you don't get charged for that. They do it for free. It's a 50-50 that oh, the fantastic. community I'm gets. Figure it out. That's great so I, I will send you the link of the person that I use because, you know, she has a wonderful voice. It matters what the voice is, you know, and, but I think this book would really be great to hear people's stories, but on Audible also. Oh, Audible's I agree, because they can listen to it in their car, they can listen to it while they're at work on their headphones. I totally agree with you. I think it's very important. And it's, been great. Yeah. it's a great suggestion, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, so it's Robin Schrock, so I'll, I'll send, I'll do that to you, because I know we don't speak in, per, you know, on the phone, which has been great to actually hear your voice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what's uh-huh. the good thing about, well, it's the time that's the good thing about listening to people's voices. Oh, absolutely. It's just so funny. Um, Marsha and I sit there, it'll be like 2 o'clock in the morning, my time, and it's <laughs> daytime, her time, and it's just so confusing these times. We'd we sit there, we'd talk and talk and talk. Uh, yes. But it, uh, thank God for being able but it's to only, do that. Yeah, but it's texting. It's not, we're not hearing each other's voices, you know, and <laughs> things like that. But I do think, because I just wanted to add something else. I would like to say the magazines are, you know, you have them digital, so people can check out your magazines because there are so many different articles in there by different people that uh, are very, very good. So, and one of the things that I would like to say about this is sometimes people only want the new, but you, you have to realize some, even if the magazine was a year ago, it still has good stories. So I think that those are oh, the cool. things that people, you know, right. But sometimes people go, okay, what's new? But that doesn't mean anything. Those stories are still good. And a book like you, like with this, Build Your Success, this doesn't change. People's lives don't change. I mean, you are who you are. And building success by listening to other people, the trauma that they had, maybe doing what they did. So I think those books don't go out of, out of style. You I know, I know on Amazon, they go, what's first, what's first, what's new? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely a platform to build, to build on your success. So yes, you can get the, um, you can get ideas and listen to people's tips and experiences, wealth of knowledge and so forth, but it's also making something of yourself and, 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 and taking out the important parts that you think will relate to. We're all different. Let's face it, we've got we've got different um, situations and circumstances. Yeah. So not everything will relate to all of us. We're raised differently. We've got different values. So the important thing is to take out what actually works for you and how you can actually build on that, incorporating your own values. And, um, and that's what success is about. It's about being peaceful at the end of the day. It's not just about the materialistic things. It's, all, it's, it's, it's about... Uh, leaving a positive impact uh, on others' lives and com- contributing to society in a meaningful way. And it's the legacy you leave in life. So I totally agree with you. So does, does anybody want to ask anybody else questions? Or, Mama, did you want to, you know, keep, you can say whatever you'd like, you know, to add to anything we've said tonight, you know, about, uh, you know, how we feel about life and the success and, you know, listening to you. I mean, these are all causes, you know, that people really should hear about because everybody's, you know, you stay, if I'm in the United States, thank goodness. And it's, you know, we have a lot of freedom here and, but still you have to be aware that there's so many countries that don't have anything like we have in like in, in America, you know, they're not free and they have all these problems. And I think people should take more time to, care about what's going on all over because it really is about everybody so would anybody like to add something or whatever you're free feel free 
I, I would just say I, I really like how you mentioned the fact of uh, going back to to magazines or books and and not just yeah. on the the current thing because there there is especially people spend a lot of time writing something or philosophy or whatever you know putting it out there and even the movie yeah. business right you spend millions of dollars to make a movie and yeah. at the first you know twelve days it's done. Right nowadays, if the movie doesn't make a certain amount of money, they're out the theaters. Where before, you you had six to eight months on average to go see a film. And it's like everything based on the success of the opening weekend of anything, right? Whether it's book sales or whether it's box office. Well, you're absolutely right. You know, I I am – you're absolutely right. And I've said this many times. I am a screenwriter and, and, you know – getting books out there into movies and things like that. You're right. And that's what's happened. In tw- if they do not, if, in 12 days or 14, if they don't make money, they just, the movie, it's over, they put it out, you know, they're done. And that's not fair. It doesn't give anybody the chance to really get that movie. You know, sometimes it's word of mouth also, you know, and you're right about that, that in the movie insane. industry because they don't. Hmm? And that's where you got to have all the money to pay up front for the, all the advertisement before the show, right? If you're yes, a, uh, yes. a medium-sized budget or you do something independently, it's going to take longer because it's going to take the word of mouth to give you all the PR budget, right? It Rather does. Than a, uh, you know, a, a huge marketing budget from a studio. And then – so there's a lot of those things that I think from, from, from book writing, and then you get magazines. I mean, books, fortunately, can go back in time a little bit. People can read an old, you know, Stephen right, King right, classic, right. right? It's never – it's not right. like that to get you put off the shelf. <laughs> but I, I – right. you know, but with, with certainly with, with magazine, I noticed that it is very difficult for people to go back and to read last months, forget last year's. Right. You know, and, and <laughs> right, historic things, right. right? So if I subscribe to, say, the Foreign Affairs magazine, now I understand that that, that does change a little bit, right? So, yeah. this, you know, you can read something and feel like, okay, I'm on the cutting edge of something. But then, you you know, if it's right. a two-year-old book or a year-old book, you go, okay, this policy's changed, right? Or a certain thing, the trade relationships may have changed. But when things like what Jasmine created here, it's really a timeless piece of literature because it's, these things yeah. are going to be classics for as long right. as, you know, people are breathing. You know, the changes, right. uh, you know, if you went back to the Depression, they have the same things of what we're talking about now, right? Yeah. Seeing yeah. the things or, or experiencing the, the, what it costs to be a business. But the hardest thing really to come down to why literature is so important is to, to find a group of people, like that expression, birds and a feather flock together. Right. If you're able right. to build these Absolutely. communities of people that doing the same thing, they're all going to get better. But if you're the only person right. in your friend zone that, that that's kicking ass or crushing it, now everybody else is dragging you down. So you got to find the right. group that you well, can get okay. the same energy from, you know. And that's where these okay. communities are important, you know. And and that's it's just why it's like timeless, you know. And I never heard anybody say it the way you said it, as far as not just rushing out for the latest issue of the right. newest thing, right. but. Look, look for literature. Look for material that is timeless. Then with movies, we all know, like Casablanca, we can watch that today and still appreciate it, right? It doesn't have to be Transformer 17, you know? But it, but it is something where um, I hope, you know, literature well, right, at least right. has a book I, I do, Right. I totally agree because I do have shows like Hollywood shows where we talk about old movies because it's very interesting that how many people really do watch old movies. And now because, you know, you have Netflix, you have all these different things where people can watch any you know, so many movies, and, you know, there's Apple, there's there's everything now. There's Amazon movies. So it is, it's very interesting, though, because old movies are very good for people that are writing because the dialogue in old movies is excellent. It's, it's just and, great and the style and the classics, and, and even as me, I'm, I'm 39, and we've been able to find, you know, 
old classics that my grandmother liked. She goes, oh, Love Affair. Yeah. I know that one. You know? <laughs> or if, you know, if you're like, oh, this guy's a great actor, and it's Clark Abel or Rock Hudson, you know? And you're like, oh, now I know these guys. And, and I fell in love with Warren Beatty. And I was like, this is great, you know? Yeah. So all these people, I watched the shampoo, you know, I would just catch shampoo, you know? And it's like 1977, I think it came out, you know? And I'm like, this is a cool guy. So, you know, it, it's great that I only found that, you know, because of Netflix, you know? And you find, like, yeah. these classic films. Um, or, like, you know, for me, I see Warren Beatty and Bugsy, right? And that was in the 90s, right? And you go, this is a cool guy. Yeah. And he was just a handsome guy and he had good charisma. But then you start to find how, they, how cinematic changed. And you can go back yeah. and you can yeah. say, wow, these, they're timeless if you look at it from a state of, like, uh, being a gentleman, right? A certain way to carry yeah. yourself, right? Um, yeah. Or yeah. how you dress. So there's a lot of things that you lose if you never noticed that before. You couldn't find that now because it's changed. No. But you're able yeah, to kind I, of... Yeah almost get, get a wider range of what, what writing could be, right? Um, how you yeah. can tell a story differently than just following the modern trends. It's like if you decided to open a drive-in now. All the young kids would be like, wow, this is so cool, an outdoor theater with popcorn and roller skates, you know? Whereas <laughs> back, you know, in, 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 you know, in the 90s and even in the 80s, that was like, oh, these, this, is, this theater doesn't have the same sound. We want to go inside, right? The big, right. you know, the big uh, theaters. But because now nobody has experienced the old classic way, you know, if you're able to create that type of movie experience, now it becomes new again, Right. And so, I'm sure you guys Mina, see the so now I have some new friends, Jasmine. I have some new friends <laughs> to talk. <laughs> we'll watch Love Boat together. <laughs> see, but it's, <laughs> it's so isn't it interesting though? It's such a fun. It's, it's such a fun way to see. See, look, I mean, you start the show one way, and then you have guests, and you see what people are like. You know, we're basically the interesting part of this whole thing is that we all live in different places, but really, basically, we can have a conversation about so many other things. That's cool. So I think that's yeah, a wonderful that's thing. And, and that's really just and, the power of bringing people together through like-minded yes. things that can share differences in that like-minded thing, you know? And, um, yeah, that's really, it's really important. So, Jasmine, thank you for, for, for including us and, and – and putting together yes. the type of platform that we can hear great stories from other yes, people. Too, I, I think it's, it's yes, and I stories. totally agree. And it's so nice to hear everybody's voice and to really feel like you've met the people. So, Jasmina, you've brought a great group of people to me. I've enjoyed the show myself, and now I know who to call when I want to talk about <laughs> old movies. <laughs> yeah. You got my number so now. <laughs> Jasmina, what would you like to say? Well, Jasmina, what would you like to say? What would you like to say at the end of the show? Because we all appreciate us having a chance to get out there with our stories. You've done everything. You've done so much for all of us. At the end of the day, it's about the power of people, and I'm very blessed to be surrounded by beautiful people like all of you that are on the show today and millions of others that um, I talk to every single day. It's very comforting to know that we are aligned in values and the way we look at the world and how we all want yes. to help out. So thank you to all of you for doing your bit to make a difference in our world. It's all about our future generations, our children. I'm a mother of two young men myself 
for the young adults 22 and 19 and I look into their eyes every single day and I just think what kind of world are we leaving them and it's just got to start somewhere and it's just great to see the power of people community thoughts and um, how this is going to impact our future generations so thank you for the interview you are true true inspiration Okay, thank you so much thank for being you, on, everybody. Care, and, and you know, and the link that I, the link that to the show that it will be, it is live now, and the, the link is live on iTunes, and it's also on demand. So it's a good link, and if you want people to hear it, you can just use that link. It's on for so many years. I, it, I have, like I was telling Jasmina, some of my shows are on in 2015. <laughs> 2015. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even realize that. But you know, and it's it's interesting because life goes on, and you know, you meet new people. But I, I appreciate you, Jasmina, introducing me to a whole world of being, being in a magazine and this kind of a book that's for success. Nothing that I ever thought I would do. So thank you. And thank you so much to everybody very much thank you for coming on the show and i hope you will come on again because once i have a guest on they're always welcome to come anytime they want so let me know if you want to come on to talk about anything i'm always available so thank you so much everybody have a good night it's day for you you guys it's day for it's night it's 10 o'clock at night here. It's, it's actually <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, it is daytime. We it's got fun. this. We got this. We couldn't find the time, but we got this now. Thank you so much. Thank you, Martha, for providing this platform. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.